Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers tonight, but I know that the World Wrestling Entertainment Company will be at Rogers Place. I will be there. Maybe I'll see you there uh, for some sports entertainment galore. We had plenty of entertainment last night at Rogers Place as well. The Edmonton Oilers in their first preseason action. Here to break it down today, Brendan Escott alongside the voice of the Oilers here on 630. Chad Cam Moon, Bob Stoffer, set to join the show in a few minutes here, but uh, we'll be traveling with the Oilers today five games in seven nights busy stretch for the team they're off to Seattle so we'll uh, touch base on what happened last night we will preview what's set to happen this evening Mooner appreciate you jumping into the booth man how are you doing today doing very well it was nice to be in the rink yesterday yeah good crowd for a preseason game too and I think that really highlights the buzz around this year's team in particular you know you don't even have the big names out there and yet the big names were guys like Dylan Holloway Stuart Skinner and and Ryan McLeod these homegrown talents that I thought were were especially eye-opening last night yeah Holloway was was the best player on the ice Ryan McLeod was solid James Hamblin uh, pitches in with a goal and and was you know, heavy on the four check and yeah there was a lot of positives uh, Marcus Niemelainen drilling players all over the place that physical presence uh, he got the attention of the opposition all over and Stuart Skinner 19 saves on 19 shots there were a handful I would say that were of the difficult variety but he looked so poised so calm. The rebound control was exceptional. I know I'm totally goalie nerding out right now, but that's I, I thought he was uh, incredibly solid in the 34 minutes that he played or whatever it was. So a lot of positives, and, and now the jersey nerd in me is about to come Ooh, out. Yes. How about those threads? Yeah. The old school look. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, it looked great. I, I think the orange is a great concept for an alternate, but as far as easy on the eyes goes, those blues just cannot oh. be beat. I, there's probably some people out there saying, oh, you traditionalist, whatever, but I agree, and uh, I'm excited to watch them have success right through the course of this year wearing those jerseys. They look good. They played really, really well. And and uh, in particular, I don't think we should go much further uh, without saying Dylan Holloway's name. Um, 
he he has high expectations on him cam this year and every step of the way through this preseason from off-season skates and formals to uh, him being down in Penticton where you had eyes on him this guy is ticking every box along the way he is he's he, his game is at a high level and it looked you know incredibly high in Penticton at a rookie camp and and that's good he's expected to be one of the better players there and he was so now you get to the preseason where you know, it goes up a level. Now you have some NHL, regular NHL players in the mix. So the, the level goes up. Well, he brought his up too and looked really good. And as more NHL regulars get filtered into the lineups as we get through the preseason, we will see if Dylan Holloway can continue to raise his level. And if he makes it into the regular season, see if he can do the same there. Because it, it is a challenge for sure. And, and it's not like he got to play an entire full season last year coming off that wrist surgery. And so that he, he didn't get as much development time, is what I'm saying, as, as you would normally. But still, he's, he played well in Bakersfield uh, when he got going and was a big part of their club last year and has done everything in his power to this point to show that he's ready to play in the NHL. Lots more thoughts to come on last night's game. Oilers, now we are pleased to announce for the very first time is brought to you by World of Spas. Welcome aboard World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The idea play, ideal place rather to, to start your daily vacation. So a big, uh, big shout out, not only to Digitex, but here to World of Spas as well. You know where to have the conversation with Cam and myself. The River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. Ring in the new year with Trooper December 30th and Big Sugar December 31st. Tickets and more information at rivercreeresort.com We'll have a, a lot of time for calls at the 1.30 segment of today's show. Uh, 780-496-0063 Also the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted 143rd street 111th avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more uh, today's top story brought to you by legacy heating and cooling whether it's heating or cooling you need uh, get it with no payments no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling well uh, i would say the top story is that we have a hockey game tonight to preview for you we'll do so with everett fitzhugh he's the play-by-play man for Seattle Kraken radio broadcast. It's the Oilers and Kraken, 8 o'clock tonight on 6.30. Chad Everett, uh, well, he he's got an interesting story all in his own. A former Cincinnati Cyclones broadcaster, if memory serves. That's pretty darn cool. We've talked to Everett and past about his journey up to the NHL, but uh, we'll get some insight into the Kraken and certainly after that, as mentioned at uh, 1.35 today, some time for you to share your thoughts, whether you had ears on the game last night or you were in-house. Uh, let us know what you thought. Uh, maybe you've got thoughts on Jake Vertanen, Stuart Skinner, any of the above names, Marcus Niemelainen. Let us know. You know the numbers and uh, you also know that John Shannon is our recurring guest on Mondays. You'll hear from him at 12.35. So let's do this. Let's get right now into our Oilers Now audio vault for our friends at Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Been a long time, a couple months anyway, since we could throw it to an Oilers audio recap. 
Hockey is back. The preseason about to start for the Oilers. We drop the puck. We're underway here at Rogers Place. And good to have you on board wherever you are along the Oilers radio network. Puck inside the Winnipeg end. DeMello leaves it in behind the net for Stanley. He'll get it up the left wing to Perfetti. Got it to the blue line. Couldn't get it out. Pugliarvi keeping it in for a moment. Now the puck does squeeze out of the zone. And played right back in. Stanley over to DeMello, back to Stanley. Pass for DeMello, broken up. Pass in front of the net for Pugliarvi, just glanced off the edge of his stick as breaking it up and sending the pass over. There was Dylan Holloway. Pass into the slot, walking in. Niemelainen scores! Marcus Niemelainen slips in from the point, and he fires it past Riddick. We're just 41 seconds. It's 1-0 Edmonton. Well, that whole sequence starts because of the work effort there of Dylan Holloway. Dubois down low to Reichel to Capobianco. His shot in the save made by Skinner. See, it slipped in, took a one-time shot from the point. Stuart Skinner square to the shot, no rebound. Goes off the skate of Pugliarvi in front of the net. What a save by Riddick on a quick shot by Holloway after it was booted up to him by Pugliarvi. Gets turned over. Center cross to Demers. The shot save Riddick. Rebound. Scores! James Hamlin picks up the loose puck and he makes it 2-0 Edmonton. Up the right wing. Capo Bianco would pinch down, but getting it out is Ryan McLeod of the Oilers. On the right wing to Warren Fogel, in over the line, trying to get it to McLeod! Scores! Ryan McLeod went to the front of the net and poked it by Riddick! And it is 3-0 Oilers! Here's Bouchard inside his own line. Off the right wing, side pass for Tanner, and it goes into the Jets' end. Puck comes back to the blue line. Bouchard will wind up. He'll rip it in. Scores! What a shot by Bouchard! That'll do it. First game of the preseason goes the Oilers' way. 4-0 the final as Edmonton defeats Winnipeg. It was a combined shutout between Stuart Skinner, who went 19 for 19, and Calvin Pickard, who went 10 for 10. And the Oilers get the win 4 nothing over the Jets. So it's preseason action, Cam, but overall, I think in terms of getting out on the right foot, they did, and, and by all accounts in the post-game audio, they did what they wanted to do, and that was to go out and, and just, we've, hey, we've set out for a couple of goals to be accomplished in practice, and let's go see how you guys handle it in a real game situation for the first time in a few months, and they look pretty good. They did, and I was really impressed with their ability to limit chances by the Jets, and I know it that's not the current Jets lineup. And but it was and and Bob had pointed it out at some point in the broadcast last night. It was apples versus apples as to how many veteran players were playing versus how many were playing and then how many with no experience on each side of the ledger. So it was equal in that regard. And I thought Edmonton did a really good job of suppressing opportunity. They didn't give up a lot of great chances, which says something about you know, the systems in place, says something about uh, the way the entire team played defensively. Those are important things. That was good to see. They chipped in with some goals. Holloway was flying all over the place. 
you know, Niemalainen is uh, is hammering everybody. A, a lot of <laughs> a lot of good stuff. And you know, Holloway gets a stick on that shot from uh, Bouchard on that last one, and that was you know, it was just the icing on the cake. Yeah, in terms of players looking like they're a cut above the rest right now, I think that Holloway and, and perhaps he is benefiting from the extra games uh, in Penticton over some of the veteran players. But he looked absolutely electric out there. That's how I feel about it. Let's hear how Jay Woodcroft feels about that win. Wanted to play with a lot of energy, first of all. Um, and I thought uh, I thought that showed up. I thought our pace was good. Um, a lot of the things that we worked on in our first three days uh, in practices showed up, and I thought that was excellent too. Um, there were some scrambly moments. I think you expect that in the first preseason game. Um, but there was a lot of good and a lot of... Uh, players uh, laid down a, a really good first preseason game and are, are starting to stake their claim. Holloway being one of them certainly says he felt pretty good out there in game number one. Uh, legs felt really good. I think it was uh, a big part of it is just getting some games in in Penticton. Kind of getting the game shape a little bit early. So, but yeah, legs felt good tonight. Well, I was just happy to win the game. Uh, get the first one out of the way. And first preseason game's a win, so that's huge for the team. And uh, Woodcroft with a couple of thoughts on Holloway's performance. I thought he was really good. Um, you know, obviously the powerful stride and his ability to separate from his check, and I thought he was physical. I thought he showed up in offensive chances for. Uh, he was a big reason the penalty kill had the success it did tonight. I thought it was a good first game for him. I thought that line uh, was an effective line for us tonight. Um, I felt good when they were on the ice. There was a lot of, they were a heavy line. I think they were on for two goals for. Um, but Dylan certainly uh, had a good first preseason game. All right, so let's not make too much out of one game here, obviously. And, and again, I think as, as you alluded to, Cam, let's see how Holloway's progression or any of these players who showed well last night as the preseason continues to incorporate more and more NHL caliber talent. Let's see how these players continue performing. Bob Stoffer joining us from the practice rink. Let's get an update on uh, what the lines look like heading into this game tonight. Bob, appreciate you hopping on. Uh, thanks for letting us host, by the way. And uh, what do what are you seeing down at the rink today that's um, that's noteworthy? Yeah, it's, it's interesting, you guys. Uh, we're going to see uh, four guys play uh, up front. Jake Bertanen's going to get another game in. So is Reed Schaefer. Might be his last game. You know, we're flying to Seattle here. He might end up staying down there. Uh, James Hamlet is going to get another opportunity to play a no-filth. And then on defense, Marcus Niemalainen. So, what many might think is the Oilers' uh, fourth line. Derek Ryan on the right wing with Devin Short center. And Matthias Janmark, uh, they're going to be together. Uh, you know, Schaefer and Bertanen are going to play together on a line tonight. So that's kind of, for my end, a little bit interesting. I should mention Tyler Benson's going to play as well. So Benson's going to be with Hamlet and Yamamoto. Schaefer with McKig and Bertanen. Uh, McCaig's, uh, you know, a guy that's bounced around from a couple different organizations. Good depth of the guy. And then No Felt's going to play with a couple guys that spent all last season down on the farm, Esposito and Griffith. Seth Griffith had a 30-goal, 80-point season. I mentioned Niemalainen. He's going to play with Max Warner. I expect Warner to be signed sometime in the next uh, three or four weeks. We're going to see Broberg and Barry together. Alex Peters. Uh, has been impressive in training camp. He's going to get a game in with Kesselite, and then 
We're going to see both. I think we'll see both Rodriguez and Fanti. So that's the lineup. Uh, Seattle's got a much heavier. Seattle's basically got two of their NHL lines that are going to be together to start the year. You know, they added a 22 and 28 goal scorer, Burakovsky and Yorkstrand. So Seattle's got a. This isn't going to be an apples to apples broadcast uh, game tonight uh, for us to broadcast. Uh, Seattle's going to have uh, more horsepower. It'll be interesting to see how the owners respond. So let's look back at uh, last night, Bob. First game, we, we see the likes of Dylan Holloway, Stuart Skinner, uh, Ryan McLeod in action. You know, you hoped you'd see that kind of performance out of Holloway. He steps up, he delivers. Nima Linen, I think, is another one who stood out for, obviously, the goal, but, you know, the way he was throwing the body around. Um, just kind of your assessment of that first win over Winnipeg last night. Yeah, well, I mean, there were guys that I thought played well, and then there was guys that were, frankly, completely underwhelming. It amazes me that we have people in this market that weren't at the actual game that are, you know, sitting there, well, you know, it's just a preseason game. Don't read too much into it for a veteran player. So I'm going to give you, like, I asked Tyson Berry point blank this morning about whether or not the players notice a guy like Holloway starting in um, – you know, the captain's case and then the performance last night. And he mentioned Nima Line and unsolicited. So that tells you a little on the, uh, on that front. I mean, Dylan Holloway's done everything he can through the first, you know, through the rookie tournament and ticket the game last night. I mean, let's face it. He was the best player on the ice by a mile last night. So that bodes well for him. He's got to keep it going, but he's certainly, you know, is a, I talked to a couple of his prominent teammates during the intermission last night. Let's not overreact one game, but and then conversely, and you guys were both there, both you and Cam were there. I mean, yes, the Pulley-Arby, I, I think if you're yes, the Pulley-Arby, you've got to have some kind of impact in a game like that when the Winnipeg Jets are dressing 12 farm farmhands. And not only did Pulley-Arby have a quiet night offensively, but he lost some puck battles and some board battles, had some tough defensive zone play, and they didn't go to him in the penalty kill. Uh, so I just hope for Jesse's case that he has a lot better performance the next time he suits up for the others. They, I, I don't know what happened last night. Maybe it was a one-off, but you, and again, it's just a preseason game. But you kind of hope to see a little bit more out of him. For sure. And certainly to have his next game be a lot better, which I, I don't doubt he'll be <laughs> wholeheartedly trying to do. Uh, Bob, I thought uh, throughout Penticton and last night, there were op- there were times in the game where I noticed Noah Philp with that he's strong on the puck and there's uh, there's a willingness to, to drive towards the net. Uh, what did you see from him last night? Well, I had one of the top guys on the team say to me, because I brought Noah up to his player last year, Cam, when we did that game down in Anaheim and talked after the game on the bus with him about, you know, the Bears losing a double overtime. I said, there's a guy that I think has a chance to certainly play in the American League. And uh, that player said to me last night during the second intermission, he said, you underscored how hard he can shoot the puck. Like he's got an NHL shot. He's not, you know, it's interesting with Phil. He needs needs some work. He's going to need to play in the American Hockey League in a perfect world. He plays center. I think he can play higher up the line, up the wing. But he's an interesting guy. So I thought him and Hamlin both had some good moments. Hamlin continues to impress with his quickness and speed and tenaciousness. And Phil has something that doesn't grow in trees, and that's a six foot three right shot frame. He's stronger and in better shape than he was when he played at the U of A, and he needs to continue to take some steps and get the face off circle 
with the coaches at the end of the practice. He went seven and two last night. Spates off, obviously got an assist on a goal. Spates some good plays, and uh, again, when 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 the caliber of teammates that he has noticed what he's doing, that that bodes well. I know you guys want to get to a little Golden Bears football talk in a minute here, but before that, um, just a thought on uh, on the two guys in town on PTOs, Jason Demers and, and Jake Vertan. A couple people asking whether both of those players could end up on, on contracts. I don't think that's financially possible, but uh, maybe a thought on both of those guys after last night. Well, in theory, I guess they have the contract space. Um, I was talking about Vertan in particular, somebody down on the right today, who thinks, you know, he's got to get some games in the AHL to get his quickness up. I thought Jake should have shot the puck more. I think Demers showed better last night, to be frank with you. Um, I mean, if those guys agreed to two-way deals, Brendan, I guess you could see them uh, potentially getting, you know, based on last night's performance, it's gonna, we, we, we've discussed this a lot. It was going to be hard for Bertanen. In Damaris' case, it's a little bit different situation because of the potential for injury and, frankly, the Slater Cuckoo situation. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know about you two, but I thought Damaris' place was more noticeable than Virginia last night. I would say that's fair. I think that's a fair comment. I, I'm looking forward to uh, this evening, Bob, seeing uh, Max Warner, a, a guy that you know is a, a seventh round pick and had a good year in Moose Jaw last year, and you know very likely to play in Moose Jaw again this year as a 19 year old. But we in Penticton, he uh, he looked like he's come a long way in one season, and now to get a, an NHL preseason game, get that opportunity, uh, I, I think that's well, it'll it'll you know tell management you know a little bit more of of what his levels at. But I'm looking forward to that. Uh, your thoughts on Warner in Penticton? Well, yeah, again, I think he's getting a contract. Uh, you know, I like I like right shot centers and I like right shot defense. He's six foot three, two hundred pound right shot defense. Uh, obviously, we'll be headed back to Moose Jaw at some point here. Maybe he gets just this game in, but he hasn't hurt his cost uh, to get an NHL deal. Now, Brendan, you do know that uh, Cal and myself, and I know you referenced it, uh, we took in the Golden Bears game yes, on Friday night uh, with uh, one of our one of our buddies, uh, T-Ups, uh, joined us. Um, it, I, I'll say this about Chris Morris. It's, it's taken a while, but even though they got beat handily by Saskatchewan, you can see the progression. They got a legitimate quarterback in Eli Hetlinger. Uh, it's interesting. We bumped into Forrest Kennard who was the last Golden Bear quarterback to lead Alberta to the national championship back in 1980. He did so as a 5'4 QB. That's right, 5'4 Trevor Kennard's brother. Um, Cam, you know how befuddled I was. Saskatchewan were the better team. They didn't need to benefit from about 180 yards worth of Golden Bears penalties. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know. I I never want to be the guy that's a loser's lament to blame the officiating but somebody needs to understand what coaching is for both teams. Um, like the direction Chris's program is going in, Cam, I didn't like the, the offensive play calling. I've never been a big fan of the guy that got in there that's uh, calling the plays, but I will say that uh, A.J. Gass's impact on defense is going to help. They're running a professional program. They were an absolute rock bottom under Jeff said a number of years ago, and they, they finally got a pivot, so they could be headed to a better place. 
Agreed, yes. Uh, the program's going in the right direction. A lot of fun at Foot Field. Uh, they've, they've put together a, a nice little uh, atmosphere there, and it's fun to watch. All right, Bob, we're up against the news, man. I appreciate you hopping on hey, safe thanks, travels, and, uh, and we'll hear you tonight on the City Ford Face-Off Show. How about her, boys? All right, thanks, Bob. Stoffer joining us, checking in, giving you the update from today's practice. Oilers cracking tonight on 6.30. Ched at 8 o'clock. Our coverage starts at 6. Cam, Brendan, back after the news.